0: before you sit down just hold your Bible up in the air make the devil freak out a little And as you've got your Bible in the air, Lord, we declare over this place right now, that is the house of God. Lord, that this is the very throne room of the Holy Spirit, Lord. As we gather in the church, it's called the church, the body of Jesus Christ. And we've come to worship you. We've come to declare your mighty power. And Lord, I pray over every person here today that they would personally encounter the glorious anointing of the living God. That we walk out of here transformed. That we we go out of here different, that we go out of here inspired. Lord God, that we go out of here healed and delivered and set free in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise today. And we declare that our God is able. Come on, give Him one more praise. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the uh, worship team just a big hand clap today. They've been amazing. And, uh, and I think, uh, man, I love this new stage. It's so close to the ground, and uh, which really means that you can pretty much move wherever you want to, which is what I've always wanted, too. And so that's pretty cool. So here's what I want to do just before we do get into it. I want to grab this little miracle over here, Dakota. And Dakota, they've Dakota, your little darling, gorgeous thing. She's a miracle birth. Just over a year ago, oh, more than a year ago now. How many? Last June. Yeah, last June. Last June, we prophesied over this couple we're having trouble getting pregnant. And here's what we've got we've got little Dakota, and there she is a little miracle baby. So Lord we just praise you for this little girl right now we thank you for Dakota we thank you God for the anointing on her life and we thank you Lord God for the incredible call of God that will be on her and even she likes me because she recognizes my voice from way back in that time when I prophesied <laughs> over you too and uh, Alex I just want to say to you as you stand there too because I believe God has co- got it there's a call on your life miracles don't happen in your life just for the fact of hey we enjoyed the miracle let's move on there's a call on your life there's an evangelistic anointing on your life and God's called you and I can see it even as I look at you right now this evangelistic call and Darlene get alongside him and hang on to him because you might have to because who knows what's going to happen because I really believe God's called you to into a call of supernatural impartation and God's going to use you across the nation and I want to tell you right now get ready for God to cause you to be a fire starter in Jesus name Holy Spirit let that happen let that happen on them in Jesus name and over little Dakota who's looking at me with wide eyes right now thank you for this miracle Lord God and thank you that you are a miracle worker in Jesus name and Lord we pray right now down every part of this church right now God don't let this just be another service God we really don't need three more points we really don't need another lesson but what we do need is an encounter with the power of a loving God who would heal us and deliver us in Jesus name and Father I pray right now let that happen across Jordan jump out of there I just walked past you with Mr. Levi written on your shirt Can Come out here right now in Jesus' name. And, and Jordan, I know that you've encountered God recently. And I want to tell you right now, don't let this moment go by for such a time as this. I really felt God just say to say to you for such a time as this. Like if somebody didn't step up, if Esther didn't step up, Esther said to Mordecai, hey, you don't need to realize how dangerous this is. And, and Mordecai uh, said to his, I think it was his niece, he said, hey, listen, honey, Esther, if you don't step up, God will look and he'll find someone else. So I reckon this is your time and I believe it's time to step up and there's a generation right now about your age that needs to rise up and position themselves for what God's about to do in this nation and I really believe right now we're about to enter in revival and this is your time man and God's calling you for it and God's positioning you for it lift your hands to the Lord right now because fresh anointing comes on you in fact the fire of God comes on you today in fact in Jesus mighty name Lord I put the fire that's on me onto you today in Jesus mighty name fire burning his Spirit, burn in his belly. Unlock him in the power of God in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit. Yeah, give Jesus a praise for that. And Holy Spirit, I thank you all around this auditorium. In fact, let me just say this to you: if you need a miracle today, because I'd like you know, it's all very well being in a nice, fresh. What do you call it? Restored, restored. Revamp. It's a restored, yep. revamped, restored facility. That's all nice, and it's all nice. But hey, without God, it's nothing. Yeah. And without the power of God, activate it. So, if you need a miracle right now, just just put your palms toward heaven right now. If you need a miracle, just put your palms toward heaven, and just hold it. In fact, God loves movement. You know, we've got to. Sometimes we just got to move and align ourselves with what God wants to do. Because sometimes I think we can get out of alignment. It's very easy to get out of alignment. God says sometimes, hey, just take it, and I'm going to get you. Just a, oh, we've got business class seating anyway, so just take one step forward, right where you are. You should have room to do that. One step forward, if that's you, is your palms are held out, just right there. Encounter the love of God, Father. I pray right now. Let your amazing, amazing love saturate the mind, the heart, the spirit, the soul of every single person in here today. God, we want to go out of here different God we want to go out of here supercharged with the power and anointing of your spirit upon us and in Jesus name right now Lord there are miracles in this house right now I feel miracles Lord God so I declare right now I prophesy over that liver condition I declare over it right now that that come into line with God's word in Jesus name and I cancel the words that have been spoken over you that would declare that your liver is out of line I praise God right now for a healing anointing on you I thank you Lord God, that that cancer would vanish off your body like it did mine in Jesus' name right now. I pray in Jesus' name that's final condition, that back pain that you're suffering even in this meeting, that right now it go in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak to, to situations where it's been head damage, Lord, brain damage. I speak a miracle over you today right now as your hands is f- faced toward God. I speak a miracle over your body and over over your mind and over your brain in fact somebody's just getting clarity right now in their mind right there in Jesus mighty name thank you Lord God right now that fear would leave fear leaves in Jesus name and the anointing of the Holy Spirit brings joy unspeakable to you today in Jesus awesome name amen 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 just receive that to receive it let me know did anybody sense just the power of God touch them right there just a healing power of God I just feel it all over this place. Yeah, God bless you. Miracle for you right now. Miracle for you right there. Yeah, Lord God, thank you, Jesus. Oh boy, God's in this place. Hallelujah. You can sit down now, right? And we'll go to the Word. We'll have to be quick now. I think time's probably almost up. I think we're celebrating today. And and I know we've got a bit of a celebration uh, meal. I believe we have a celebration meal out there chocolates. All sorts of goodies, okay? So good to bring the Word of God for you. And and uh, get, get your heart in a place, man, to receive, okay? You were singing well this morning, incidentally. Man, you guys were singing good. I don't know whether it's having the auditorium around this way, but, boy, you were singing well, okay? And uh, it just and having Nadine here, of course, it's only, she only gets in here about two times a year, and, boy, just having her in here is like she's like fired up. I'm glad. She, I, if, if I've got children in kids' church, I'm glad she's the teacher because a bit of passion flowing there okay so uh, Psalm 126 that's where we're going guys Psalm 126 I haven't got long to deliver this so I'm going to just rush through it today and um, sorry if I'm rushing but I'm going to rush because otherwise you won't get through it but uh, this is a I just want to call this and I thought man what would I call it what would I title this message and I'm going to title it this are we actually like them or are we like them that's my title are you like the guys we're reading about because I think we need to be challenged every now and then. Because I think we can very easily get into a comfort zone. Just thought I'd say that. And uh, move on, Don. That's not wanting to be heard. And... Um and it's about one of the songs that they sung. Psalm 126 is about a song they sung as they came out of captivity and they went up to Zion and uh, up to the presence of God, up to something they were familiar with, where God had been in their lives, where they had experienced the presence of God and the power of God. Has anybody in here ever experienced or encountered the love of God? Yeah, that's awesome. There's a few of you that haven't. Well, I want to tell you right now, we want to take you with us into the presence of of an awesome God who can unlock you, set you free, heal you, deliver you and put you back together. So that's what these guys are really talking about. And so we could call it a season of restoration, which I thought is a good message anyway moving into a restored facility here. And so the the thief, unfortunately we've been through the COVID season. Right? I think it's over a year since we met in here. How, how long is it? Unbelievable. August the fifteenth was the last time we had a service oh, in here, 15. and even that was only about twenty people or something. No, August fifteenth was everyone. Oh, that was everyone. And at the start of the year, we were in six different rooms. Okay, and at the start of the year in six different rooms. So it's good to be all together in here, okay? Yeah. And some of you've been through all sorts of stuff in the middle of this season. It's been disrupting. It's been. It's it's caused people to be, like, missing in action, yeah. and it's good to be back. Yeah. And I think this is a little bit about, because the Bible says, see, the devil loves to push us away and keep us away from God's incredible anointing in our lives, okay? And so the Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But there's good news, because Jesus said, I've come to give you life. And I want to preach life to you today. I want to preach restoration, because I believe wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is life, okay? Wherever God turns up, there's restoration. There's restoration here today for you family, restoration for your business, restoration for your marriage, restoration for your body, restoration claiming out of heaven today because we're not just having a service, we're believing that God is going to do miracles in our lives, okay? So there's some stretching involved there, there's some moving out of your comfort zone and sometimes we've got to shift ourselves and we're to relocate a little bit, we've got to realign ourselves and I think sometimes it's challenging to realign yourself. I find that a lot of people just like to be where we are, One of the great things about having this auditorium flipped upside down and all around, you don't know where your seat even was anymore. Like if you had your favorite seat, I even, I didn't know where to sit this morning, to be honest with you, because your seat's are now I believe, honestly, sometimes we just need to rattle there, there's mine right there, thank you, and uh, we need to rattle people out of their comfort zone. We serve a God of restoration. Never ever be like locked down to where you are in whatever valley the devil may try to find you in. Because we've been in valleys. People have been in valleys. They've been discouraged. People have lost jobs, lost businesses, lost finances, and there's been value. And, and I find that the devil will always try to bring you down into the valley to fight your battle, but it can only be determined on the mountaintop. Jesus went to the mountaintop and won the victory for every single one of us on Calvary's cross, okay? In fact, I think it was about 4,000 years ago that God sent out a, a, um, a um, whatever you call it, a message. And um, today we'd call it an Instagram message or whatever it might be, about 4,000 years ago. And it was, I think it's found in Numbers chapter 27, where Moses goes up on the mountain and holds his arms up, and Joshua wins the battle in the valley. So for anybody who's in the valley today, can I say to you right now that Jesus lifted his arms up so you can win your battle in the valley? Yeah. So don't think that you have to be by yourself in the valley. It's prayer on the mountain that'll break you through. In fact, can I call the church to a place of prayer like we've never been? Because we're going to come out of this thing with the power and anointing of God. And it's going to be better than it's ever been because God is with us, okay? So be challenged. Psalm 126. Here it is, okay? And it's a song of ascent. It's when they're going up, okay? And it's good to be going up. I'd sooner be going up than down. Come on. Yeah. So here's what it says. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we are like those who dream. Everybody yell out dream. Dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter. Laughter. (laughs) And our tongues was singing. Come on. Singing. Singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They were referring to the streams that flow out of Eden, okay, which carry life and they flow from the very heart of God. And in verse five, it says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. And I tell you what, there's nothing like having the joy of the Spirit in you He who continually goeth forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall countless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I just want to say at the end of that, it's harvest time, guys. It's harvest time. And I think let's never get trapped in where we were. It's harvest time and God's about to do supernatural activity. I've already seen it across our nation. I've been traveling a bit across our nation recently and God is doing revival. And uh, wherever I've been in Wellington and Hawke's Bay uh, in Tauranga, there's something supernatural Natural happening in our country are you ready for it because I don't want to be a church that just plunders along in what we've always done I want to be ready for what God is doing in our nation right now so I think Julia and I've been in and in, uh, somebody asked me the question the other day I did an interview uh, for somebody and they asked me when did you make a decision to get into ministry and I said to them, "I never actually ever did make a decision to get into ministry. It just happened <laughs> it wasn 't a career choice for me or julia it wasn 't something that we decided I oh, will do Bible college and edge our way into ministry. It was a god destined calling upon our lives that 's what i 'm talking to you about this morning jordan that 's what i 'm talking. There are others here. Where are you i can 't even see him right now, but Rod, He's disappeared." Oh, there you are. <laughs> I'm looking at your wife. Have you guys had an argument or something? <laughs> okay. But there's a call of God on you. And it's time, it's time to step into what that call is. And I believe that God's doing this. And uh, so 43 years ago, we found ourselves in ministry incredibly exciting and God started a work of incredible uh, revival in our hearts when I was a younger man at 25 a um, uh, uh, great revivalist um, uh, protege of Wigglesworth who we spoke about about Two weeks ago in here, we had a Wigglesworth day. It was 100 years since Wigglesworth came to our nation. But Wigglesworth had a protege by the name of George Thomas who prophesied over me. And he said, you'll start fires everywhere you end up in New Zealand. And you need to get that going. You're going to see revival break out and you're going to see mighty moves of God happen. Well, it, it did happen. And, and we started seeing some amazing things. And I remember even... Back in the, uh, a long time ago, around 30, 37 years ago, probably 36 years ago, we went into England, and England was pretty dry, man. London was dry as a bone. And uh, we went in there, and we did some, in fact, Hillsong got us to go there, and um, and uh, we were going to start a church in the middle of London Centre. And I remember arriving there and thinking, man alive, how would you ever make this happen? And uh, it was like, what, what do you do here? And uh, how do you start it? And uh, we just started having meetings there, and they were absolutely amazing. We ended up being there for eight weeks doing these revival meetings. And people like Sunita, who was probably um, uh, one of the first uh, idols that ever happened in the, on the planet, this girl, Sunita, uh, she ended up getting radically born again in those meetings. And it, started a, it, it kick-started a revival in that place. I want to tell you, man, get ready for what God wants to do in your life right now. We didn't have qualifications for that. We just had the anointing of the Holy Spirit and fire. And all you need is the power of God. See, God doesn't want us to be trapped in ordinary or trapped in fear. God wants us to live in the victory that He won for us in Calvary. And I believe we We've got to start heading back to that. And uh, we, we just started seeing so many. And I believe right now is a new season and God is doing a new thing. He's always doing a new thing. We go through these uh, seasons, and I call it a season because the Bible speaks a lot about season, a time for planting, a time to uh, reap, a time to gather. Uh, There's a lot of seasons. There's summer, there's winter, there's autumn, there's, there's what's the other one, spring. And I believe we're in a new season. And I want to say as a nation right now, get ready for the new season that you're in. And if you're under the age of 25, if you're 25 and younger today, I would say you guys better step up because I believe that God's about to stir up a generation to bring a mighty move of God in this nation. Okay. Hello. Uh, uh, Get rattled. Didn't want you to come here and feel comfortable today. Uh, I remember when God called us to Australia and uh, we got involved uh, at, a, at, a, at the very beginning stages of a thing called Youth Alive. Some of you would have heard of that today. And uh, this is like 30, 35 years ago now, maybe 40 years ago actually. And we got involved in Youth Alive in Australia. And they've just contacted me and they've done a survey and we traveled all around Australia doing these massive Youth Alive meetings and thousands of young people uh, got born again. And they just they just gave me the survey and here's the result of it. They said, we did a survey to see how many people came to Christ in the time of the Youth Alive meetings that you were involved in in Australia. 317,000 people made first-time decisions. Yeah. 317,000 as we traveled up and down the nation of Australia. Then we started planting churches all over Australia, and we went into places and just took a tent in there and just had wild, wild meetings. You guys haven't even been in a meeting like that. We're talking wild meetings where where people were coming in there and getting delivered in the meeting and and stuff was happening that sort of you, you we try to keep it so tidy and so so kind of orderly but I'll tell you what sometimes we need a little bit of disorderly Holy Ghost revival in the place because it rattles stuff out of shape and it causes God to show up and lives get changed and hundreds of these people got radically born again some of the church Pastor Byron Graham comes here and preaches for us now one of the churches that we went and we planted in Queensland there and we saw God do the amazing in that place simply because God says don't stay where you are don't get locked down in the season you're in it's time to go back to what God has called you to and what God has anointed us for as people and as a church okay so we're called as a church to be a Holy Spirit place we've always said that we've never ever once backed off on let's be unashamedly a Holy Spirit place where the power of God moves and lives are changed and we want to hold that and we want to stay with that and I want to encourage you in that. So I'm going to give you today, I just thought it'd be good just to give you a couple of points out of that scripture that uh, I think will inspire you. I hope they will. So four things. Here they are. Number one, they started dreaming and I want to tell you, don't lose your dream. You've got to hold on to your dream in Jesus' name. Number two, they're laughing. So you've got to have a bit of laughter in the house, okay? There's nothing like hanging around people that laugh a lot. Okay. Number three, they're singing. Okay. And number four, they're reaping. And I want us to be, you know, we, we didn't by chance at the beginning of the year, we called this year, we, we put a season over and we said, let's go. And so interesting that we read the scripture that says, let's go up to Zion. Let's return from the place of captivity, be it COVID, be whatever it is, and let's get back to what God wants to do in our lives. And let's get back into action, okay? We've had a break. It's time to get back into action. Seriously. You know, when when God sent a deliverer and brought the people out of Egypt, He brought an entire nation out of Egypt, out of captivity, and he, he, He got Moses the drawn out one. He was drawn out and Moses became the leader and he took a bunch of people out of Egypt. And do you know, it took 40 years to get Egypt out of them. 40 years before they could possess the promises of God. Let's not leave it 40 years. See, I think there's still a lot of people that are sort of COVID minded. And I'm going to challenge you a little today that we walk by faith and not by sight. That there are 365 verses in my Bible. I'm holding this up. This is my new Bible, my tablet. I'm following Moses. And uh, and there are 365 verses in here that say, fear not for I am with you. I will watch over you. I will keep you I will guide you I will protect you 365 of them that's got to say somebody there's one for every day of the year so if you wake up fearful tomorrow there's one there for you it's a promise from God fear not for I am with you we were never destined to live in fear we were destined to live in a dream and in a hope and I believe that God's calling us right now to dream again about a revival in our nation and I I want to stir up some faith I believe it's time to see some soul saved and it's time to see a mighty move of God across our nation right now and I don't know about you but I feel more energized and more passionate for it than I felt Uh, when I was 40 I was pretty passionate but I'm feeling more passionate now that I'm in my 60s let's get passionate about the things that God's going to do and let's get fired up about them so the reality is what do you got to dream about because I challenge you today what are you dreaming about what are you dreaming? You see, I think some people are so busy looking back or looking at the now that we're not focusing on the promises of God. If you're focused right now, if your ear has been tuned in to the media, you will struggle to dream. I promise you. I promise you. You know when when Peter got a a, a religious spirit came on him and he goes up and he chops off Malchus' ear. Remember that when 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 they came to arrest Jesus. And uh, Peter gets into some kind of religious thing. You're not taking Jesus and and gets into that mode. And he goes up and chops off the ear. Jesus immediately stoops down and picks up the ear and puts it back. Representing that if you can't hear the voice of the good shepherd, you're going to miss out on direction in your life. And I believe there's a whole bunch of people right now. It's like their ears have been severed severed by the the media of our nation and we're not hearing the voice of the Good Shepherd anymore. And I want to challenge you, let's get tuned into the Word of God and let's focus on the voice of the Good Shepherd and let Him stir you up. Let Him start a fire in your belly. Let Him start to cause you to be unsettled where you're at and say, God, I want more of you. I'm hungry for more of you. I want to see a move of God in my generation and in my time and in my hour. I'm not prepared to go to the grave and not see a move of God that was instigated by me we should all be on that plate you don't think the Wesley's and the Wigglesworth's and the the Finney's those guys there they didn't realise that history would prove that they were revival starters. they just got fired up about the presence of God in their world and went out and did it all we've got to do is walk in to the presence of God and let it happen in our lives, okay? Start to see a vision in God and you'll get it out of the Word of God. When you read that, you'll get a vision, I promise you. Even if write the vision, and some of us don't write it down. Write the vision and make it plain that whoever reads it can run with it. I've got written vision. Julia and I've got a letter we posted to ourselves, I think it was six years ago now. We've posted to it to ourselves. We opened it in twenty years, and it'll fulfill the vision that we're believing for to happen in the next twenty years, okay? We've done it every twenty year segment since we got born again. And I dare you to write a vision. Wow. This whole book's a vision if you really want it. See, Jesus, when he gets see, you see people, you meet people all the time, and oh, I'm under the attack of the air. What are you doing under the circumstances of the devil's attack in your life? Jesus defeated him two thousand years ago on Calvary. We should have the victory. And the way you get the victory, see Jesus, remember when he was led into the wilderness? And in the wilderness, the devil came and, and tried to tempt him. And he said, look, speak to these stones and command them to become bread. And Jesus says to the devil, he says, it is documented man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is document. When you've got a written vision see a written vision becomes a legal documentation that you can base your life on and you can live in your future and out of that will flow the victory in your life. See I find many people don't have a written vision because they don't realise the power of a vision which, which was spoken of in Habakkuk. The power of vision once you write it down it becomes a legal document. The enemy can't undermine Mind it. He can't stop it. It becomes a legal promise of God that you've got the victory. I dare you to write a vision. I dare you to put it down and I dare you to go with it because God wants you to dream again, to write it down and to run with what God's got for you. And I really believe today I want to stir your faith up and say let's do this and make it happen in Jesus name. Amen. Two they are laughing. <laughs> laughing. Ha 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 ha. Even that got a couple of laughs happening, okay? Um, There are words that don't go together. And um, one of those words is miserable Christian. (laughs) They don't go together. And uh, like if you go up to someone and you've got a long, miserable face and you say, hey man, you need to experience the love of God like I have. And you've got a long, miserable face. They're probably going to say to you, listen, I've got enough problems of my own. Thank you. You can have whatever you've got. We are meant to be the happiest people on earth. We're meant to have something on the inside of us that gives a little bit of a laugh or brings a laugh to the situation or brings at least a little bit of happiness to the place we're in. And i tell you what, you start getting a few miracles happening around you, there'll be some happiness. And every one of us is anointed to be a miracle worker in Jesus' name, okay? So how do you get this happiness? How do you get this laughter? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's real simple. Hop on the altar here, get baptized in the Holy Spirit with the power of God comes on you and the spirit of joy. Pretty simple. People are saying, how do I get happy? Get on the altar and get the joy of the Lord on the inside of you and you will overflow with God's incredible love. Joy is the fuel for life. Let me tell you that right now. You cannot live without joy. I love working in this office alongside Jesse, and I'll tell you why. He's always got to laugh about something, okay? And it's so refreshing because life can get pretty serious and you need to know how to laugh. You need to have a little bit of laugh on the inside of you. In fact... I would say to you that if there's people around you that are long-faced and miserable, you don't need them in your life. They'll suck the energy out of you. They'll be like psychic vampires. They'll suck everything. You need people around you that are going to cheer you up, that are going to uplift you, that are going to speak positively about the future and what God can do and will do. It's only as we begin to declare it, you know, the Bible talks a lot about your confession, the confession of your mouth and what it gives birth to. It's death and life are in the power of your tongue grab that thing and wiggle it a little bit and and just in that tongue what you say has incredible influence in your world get the joy of the Lord in you it'll get you speaking different it'll get you declaring different it'll get you living a bigger life it'll get you living a life of faith and it'll get you lifting a whole lot of people up and causing them to live better too The joy of the Lord is my strength, okay? So you simply get it by saying, Holy Spirit, I need some joy in my life. Most of you, I, you can tell I don't go to McDonald's, but most of you probably do. And when you go there and they say, what would you like with that? Well, when you get the Holy Spirit, say, Lord, I'd like a bit of joy with that too. Because I need some joy to get through there. Number three, they're singing. Number three, they're singing. One of the things the devil wants to do, and a lot of people I notice over COVID have lost their song. Their song's been ripped out of them. Guys, we've got to have the song of the Lord on the inside of us and rise up with it. And I I was thinking when I was sitting there this morning, man alive, you don't even need to preach this point because everybody sounded like you were singing with all your heart this morning. And I want to encourage you, never lose your song. You've got to sing for joy. And it, it brings the Holy Spirit into the zone and you begin to rise up in victory. You can get healed while you sing. Did you know that? You can get healed just while you sing. There's been times at home when I felt like, man, I just can't, I, I, I'm not feeling up to it or whatever it is that's the expect, expectation on me. Just get out my guitar and start singing a little bit. And next thing, man, your spirit rises up and the song of the Lord strengthens you. It's like fuel in your tank. Yeah. So joy is probably incredibly expensive now. <laughs> But, uh, because to fill up your tank, but it's like it gives you energy. Joy gives you incredible energy. And and I just want to say to people this morning, get some of the energy of the Holy Ghost on you. All right? Get some of the joy of God that gives you energy on the inside that you become more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. That's what God wants. The devil loves to suck the song out of you. He loves to pull you down and say, oh man, it's all too bad out there. But my Bible says there is joy in the presence of the Lord. Wow. And you find yourself like coming in here this morning. That's why we need to turn up at church. I don't know if we're online this morning camera's on me, but you need to turn up at church, get with some people who can encourage you, lift you up, hold you up, and get you right into the position where the joy of the Lord is your strength. We've got to get rid of it. We've got to get rid of the COVID face. Yeah. The past is gone. We're moving on. Sooner or later, we've got to move on and believe that this is the day that the Lord has made. It's a new season and it's a fresh season. And let's get ready for what God wants to do. In Numbers chapter 23 and verse 21, they said, see, these guys said, man, the Lord's been good to us. Even the nations are talking about us. Here's what it says there. In Numbers 23 and 21, it says, The sound of a king is among his people. Now, they could hear the Israelites coming from miles away because there was something about the sound that they made. There was a sound in here this morning, friends, that could have established miracles. There was a sound in here that had life to it. It had hope to it. It had victory to it. And I don't know about you, but even in myself, I felt, man alive, this is such a fresh, fresh thing in God. Let's get ready for what God wants to do. Psalm 137, another song they sung, okay? We could all sing it together if we liked. Right now. By the rivers of Babylon. <laughs> Beautiful singing. I need you guys on up on the choir here. Um, But listen... They were remembering the good things that God's done. Have you forgotten the good things God did in your life? Have you forgotten your salvation day? Have you forgotten the day? I was talking to Claire here over one of the working bees that we were doing here, just talking about how she got saved. Absolutely amazing. The power and anointing of God, that day when you surrendered your life to Christ, what a day to remember, friends. Let's get back to some of those memories and start to outlive them in our lives, okay? These were a people that were meant to be defeated, but they had a sound on them that wanted to experience and encounter the God that they had encountered at the beginning. They wanted to get back into that place of encounter. And I don't know about you, but this morning I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond and say, God, I want to get back into the encounter of the Holy Spirit and launch my life into the expectation of tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Finally, and we'll go to our last point right now, and that is they were sowing and reaping as they went. Now, there's something about sowing and reaping because the Bible says what you sow, you will reap. And so here's the challenge for you. What are we sowing? Are we sowing? The, the, see, when, when we ask the questions, are we like these guys? Are we singing? Are we dreaming? Are we actually abundantly overflowing with joy? And are we sowing and reaping? Because the reality is these are the things that unlock them to go back into the promised land and the promises of God and the prophetic destiny over their lives. I believe it's time to rise up and get into this. And I really believe right now that these people were committed to going the whole way, going the distance. And I want to just challenge us this morning a little bit as a church. Are we committed to going to the next level? Are we committed to something fresh in God, a new season in God, where we've possibly got to step out of our comfort zone? Goodness me. I mean, those are the challenges of the reality of the Word of God. See, it's all about passion. And I don't know about you, I'm a pretty passionate person, so it doesn't take much to get me kind of wound up. But let me challenge you right now. Let's get passionate for this season like we've never been before. As the musicians come. Thank you. Here's what I've found in life. You can never change a situation until it changes you. And whatever situation we're in right now, we might be in a situation right now where we're like, man, God, I seriously need your help right here. Has it changed you enough to call upon God and say, God, I need you to seriously turn me around right here. God, I need you to unlock me right now. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you.